Happy Saturday and happy divisional playoff weekend. We're already 22 days into the first month of the year. That's pretty crazy already. So uh, time waits for no one, as they say. So I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome to the Always 100 Podcast. You are in the middle of episode 97 of the Always 100 Podcast, Uncle JV. We are steaming toward episode 100. I don't know i think super bowl sunday will be ep- episode 99 yeah so i think that's Paul one short that's kind <laughs> of well, yeah, so, yeah, yeah you gotta do something you gotta do something you i gotta, gotta do something super for bowl sunday has to be 100 yeah yeah I, let's I, I do like a pro bowl year recap or something I, like I, that i i got i gotta make it special like episode one i gotta like really think about episode 100 that, that's gonna it's gonna have to be special it can't just be like the like the pro who cares about the pro bowl no one, no one cares like it's, it's, yeah it's really just cool. to fill it in so you have 100 for the super bowl yeah <laughs> yeah or or, or actually mm, mm. or the other way around like mona's saying have it after the super bowl and have a you know your knee-jerk reactions after the super bowl and what we look forward to for 21 23 22 20 Actually, might be actually I I like that idea. Uh, I'll, when I'm when I'm at the car show later, I'll think about that. You gonna be thinking about cars, man. You're not gonna think about. Hey, 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 bro, hey, bro. I can multitask. I can multitask. I can multitask. That's not fair. Anyway, your mama knows you best now. Yeah, yeah, yes, 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 she does. Yes, she does. Uh, no question about that. Uh, but look, uh. Thank y'all guys for joining us every single week. I'm, I'm Quinn McKenzie, the host of the Always 100 Podcast. Joined this week and every week by the esteemed panelists and the stars of the show, really. Not, I'm not the star, but really the panelists are the star. First up, the founder of the McKenzie Report, Report Facebook group, a diehard Giants fan, my Uncle Jamie. Hey, 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 Uncle Jamie, do you know who who your GM is? Who is this dude? Who 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 is this Joe guy? Do you know who he is? <laughs> Google searching is still in progress right now. To be honest, with you. <laughs> and, uh, assistant GM. Does they really make good for good GMs? I mean, you're an assistant GM for a reason, don't you think? Oh, you know, so man. you're like so oh, very suspect. Man. And and we're soft. We're not soft, but we're we're really like sensitive at this moment. We have these lean years that we've been going through. And it's just time for, you know, we need something to happen that's right. And, you know, just, uh, just, uh. so, you know, we're hoping he goes right. And they say they've been talking to Brian Flores, so we'll see about that. Ooh. Yeah, no, so we'll see about Brian that. Because I'll be a first. Giants yeah. are one of the few teams that I'll, do not ever had a black coach. Well, you know uh, what? If the Giants, if the Giants hire Brian Flores, I thought, I know mom was a Cowboys fan, would probably hate that, but. I mean, oh, yeah. I absolutely would hate that. I mean, that, that, <laughs> would, that would be phenomenal. That, that'd be for that, like I, honestly, I wouldn't laugh at the Giants if you actually like legitimately made a decent hire. That, that's actually a good hire. <laughs> He's a good yeah. coach. I've heard of him. He actually wins. Yeah. So, like you know, let's start there. I, I never heard of Joe Judge. Like you were doomed to fail. Nobody <laughs> ever heard of him. So oh, that, that, that was that, that, that's that was written on the wall. Next up. Hi, mom. I, I'm sorry. I, mom, just just go. Uh, you, you, you know, just go. It's okay. Wait, wait, wait. Are you okay? Are, are you okay? You know what? When it comes down to it, Dallas Cowboys don't put any money in my pocket. So 
I was a, I was very perturbed. Then I was like, you know what? Why am I getting my blood pressure up? They don't know who I am. <laughs> they don't know I, me. All year long, and that's what you're gonna come up with. Well, okay. Right, well, right. That, that's what, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking too. But yeah. Hey, I, I had my epiphany. Okay. I've actually I told uh, father slash brother slash brother-in-law. I've considered turning in my Cowboys card. Oh. 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 Wow. What, 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 well, Uncle Jamie, that's news. Well, that, 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 is, that, that, those, that is breaking news. Let's be honest. Those therapy sessions are working very well this week. Wait, wait, wait. But, Bob, what, you, you got to bring some more news for us. Who, like, who's going to replace Dallas if you do it? You, got, you have to have a favorite team. You can't just be on the sideline. Like, not, not you after rooting for a team for almost 50 years. You can't be on the sidelines now. Who, who, who are you going to root for? When I tell you that I have no interest in the games this weekend, that just goes to show that I really don't have right now another team that will pick up the, the mantle as being the number one team. Wow. I mean, growing up, I know Trev, I'm sure, remembers this. You know, mom liked the Cowboys in the NFC, and she liked the Raiders in the AFC. So, you know, I've always sort of had a like for the Raiders, but John Gruden really ruined that. Okay, so, the, yeah, I was not a, a Gruden fan even before all this crap came out about him. I, I didn't like him, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And then this year it came out as to why I didn't like him. Like, okay, that all makes sense. But I like the Ravens. I kind of like the Ravens. Um and I did like Miami. I was rooting for Miami, you know, with Flores and Tua and stuff. I was, like, really hoping that they would get it together. But now Flores is gone. So, I don't know. I have to really do a full assessment as to who might be my new team. Well, you do have the Washington whatchamacallits right there. Okay. Oh, no. make, oh, why no. are you going to make me cuss? On the, I'm going to go on mute now. I'm going to go on mute. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that will going. never happen. Never. Uh, they will never be in, well, the, well, in the discussion uh, or the thought. Uh, uh, that, that was a blood pressure check. That's all. I'm sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> well, well, it worked. Anyway, um, and finally, my Uncle Trevor, and Uncle Trevor was right about the Steelers. Uh, Uncle Trevor, who, who's going to be your quarterback now? Like, who, who's going to be the Steelers QB now that Ben has decided? Yep, this is it. I'm, I'm retiring. I'm, I'm done. I'm over. I'm over it. What, what's going to happen with them? Uh, well, yeah, no one knows yet. I mean, you know, Tomlin, Tomlin doesn't even know yet. So it depends what they draft the quarterback. See they do in the draft. I mean, they. Everyone knows that you know the two they got now are, are no good. They might they might try and draft ticket. We'll see. Yeah. I think well, you need know, the line is, is a you need, you need a line. You yeah. got to open the line, and you, then you can have an average quarterback and still be moderately successful. Right now, the open the line is a joke. That that should be their first priority. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And well, uh, everybody knows what what happened with with me and my team. Hey, hey, Uncle Jerry, I know you were probably laughing down there in Charlotte. Four, Forty-seven to seventeen. I mean, I what, was, what was that? I mean, that, that, that I was, was like, 
Well, how's Bill after the third touchdown and the third drive and the third time they had the ball? I said, okay, uh, Bill, you're going to do something, right? You're going to come up with something. And he, you just saw Mac Jones getting smaller and smaller and smaller as the game just went on. It just, it, it just got too big for him. And the crowd, of course, was going crazy. That swallowed him up. And like I said, I'm, I'm sorry, in Alabama, yeah, he played in Alabama and all these big games. It was never six degrees with a screaming crowd on the road in Alabama. Oh, <laughs> so oh, so the, I, all that just swallowed him up big time. I think the first I think the first game I ever saw back Jones was a 2019 Iron Bowl. That I think that day in Alabama and Auburn, it was 75 degrees in November, on November 26th. It was just like I, I mean, you can't you can't really blame the guy. He's from Florida, where it's 85 degrees in January, and he's going up to Buffalo, where it's negative six. What did you expect? I'm just I'm just saying. Anyway, all right. That's the introductions for the show. We're again, we're very happy that you guys are joining us on the docket today. We're going to talk about the four games, obviously make some picks, best, best whole thing. Uh, that's what we're going to do. Um, but the panel wanted to give their reactions from wild card weekend. So rapid fire. Uh, we'll start with uncle Trevor, uncle Trevor, your, your reactions, things you like, things you didn't like from wild card weekend. Um, really, you know, I guess there weren't any surprises. I mean, well, let's see, Dallas, Dallas did what, what, you know, didn't really shock anybody. If they, ever since COVID hit them mid-season, they, they, they've been different. I, I don't know what happened to them. They, they lost some guys to COVID and when they, when they got healthy again, they just weren't the same team. So that wasn't really a shock to anybody. Kyler Murray embarrassed himself but of everybody and um you know that the interception he threw was a disgrace at the goal line I mean you you, you can't throw the ball what throw the ball over your head over underhanded on your own goal line that's just that's insane so I don't know what what happened with what's going on with that team or him but you're talking about Baker Mayfield not getting designed he needs a Colin Murray did watch himself too. They might not resign him. And um, yeah, I guess New England is not showing up. That's that shocking. I, I didn't. Mac Jones not doing as good. That 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 wasn't really, you know, he's a shock. But New England's defense is just not even, just not even going out there and playing, not competing. That's that's that was shocking. Pittsburgh actually played better than I thought they did. I thought they'd get beat 50, 60 to nothing. They, they played good for like a quarter and a half. So, you know, the defense gave up, which I knew they would with that offense. At some point, the defense was like, what are we doing? We've got no chance of winning this game. So they just gave up. And that, that was no shock. Um, but, yeah, I guess there was no surprise, no upset. It was just, um, I guess, the Dallas game. Dallas, all the penalties called on them, and a lot of them that they did commit. And, um, and New England just quitting. I guess that was um, the two shut the two um two stories of this weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I I agree. I just especially with just the 
you know, especially with New England, that that was that that was shocking. I mean, it's just no other way around it. I, I you know, you, you may whatever you think of Mac Jones is just you know, it, it is what what it is. But it, it's just you know, for Belichick and his defense not to show up. I mean, I know I know there were a couple games with Tom that they that, that they didn't show up in the playoffs. I mean, you know, I know they gave you know like they gave up a bunch of points to Baltimore a couple times. Um, Dem- Denver beat them a couple times. They gave gave up a bunch of points to Denver. I mean, the Philly, the Philly Super Bowl uh, was was pretty bad. I mean, they really didn't show up for three quarters against Atlanta either. Um, but that I mean, you know, Bill Bill says it was a bad night for us. I mean, you know, he's going to coach next year. I mean, he's pushing seventy, so yeah, you know, we'll see how much longer Bill has. But um, you know, I. I, I, I'm a little nervous because I don't know what that defense. I mean, Belichick's liable to do anything with, uh, you know, because if he wants to win as badly as he as I think he wants to win, you know, Mac might not be, you know, long for long for New England. Unfortunately, for me, because I, I like the guy. I don't want. I you know, I, I think he's going to be a good player for us. But you know, you, Belichick is not getting any younger, and he probably wants to win another Super Bowl since Tom Tom's still in the playoffs and Tom still has a chance to win his eighth Super Bowl title. And that'd be two straight that'd be back to back without you. Don't don't think but Belichick might be a curmudgeon. He might not he might give terrible press conferences, but he's not dumb. So you know, I, I think the Patriots are liable to do anything. For me the biggest the biggest deal, obviously, was the Dallas Cowboys. I, I just, I, 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 I'm still six days after that. I, I'm just, I'm just confused. I'm still confused about that play. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I, what, what to do with that at this point. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, Dak, Dak was just very very bad he was he was not very good he's got to get it together against teams that are decent um because the cowboys can't get rid of him not 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 this year anyway not not this next year they can't get rid of him he's got 50 million dollars in guaranteed money over three years and the cap it's probably absurd so that i mean get it together i know jerry i know mom mom's probably gonna get into it so i'm not gonna step on it but jerry you know Jerry Jones made some comments today, and uh, you know Jerry Jones made some comments that he was frustrated with. Was very frustrated with the coaches, and very frustrated with Amari, uh, with Amari Cooper, and a couple of other people. And um, so I'll let Mom talk about all that. But um, yeah, I don't really think. I think the big, the other biggest thing is the officiating was just was just an atrocity this whole weekend wildcard weekend it, it, it was it was just embarrassing it really really was the the two games that anyone gave a crap about were mired in controversy with bad calls all over the place i mean then the and the other four were just awful like like the other four games were terrible let's just call it what it is but you know that's what i got so Mom, uh, you're up. Let's see. Let's hear your reaction from Wildcard Weekend. Well, as far as the pickums were concerned, I got every game right except the Dallas game. <laughs> so 
it kind of went the way that I thought it was going to go for the majority of the games. Um, the it, I thought the Bengals and Raiders game was interesting from the officiating standpoint, like you mentioned, because had they not counted the touchdown from Burrow to Tyler Boyd, might have had a different outcome for that game because the Raiders actually you know played a better game in the second half than they did in the first half. Um, <clears throat> as far as you know, Pittsburgh, I thought you know Kansas City was going to win. That wasn't a shock. Um, Rams and Cardinals again, not a shock because. The Cardinals were who we thought they were. You know, um, most people tried to anoint them early on, but, you know, really November, December really kind of tells what kind of team you have, and they didn't have their best showings uh, towards the end of the season. Um, let me see. But I'm sure you just want me really to talk about those stupid um, calls with the coaching staff of the Dallas Cowboys. I mean – Jones talks about he's frustrated. First, let me just say this. We, as fans, and probably coaches and players, are frustrated with you, Jerry Jones, because I think you should go ahead and just actually hire and let a actual GM be the general manager for the team. Honestly, we should not hear what you have to say on a daily or weekly basis. Okay? You're the owner. We don't need to know that. Let the the people who are supposed to be in charge of football stuff talk about football stuff. Do that. Um, he can't get a good head coach because any good head coach, let's just say like a Brian Flores, there's no way in hell he's coming to Dallas if he's got to deal with Jimmy uh, with um uh, Jerry Jones. You know, Jerry Jones ran out uh, Jimmy Johnson. We could have had what New England has now. We could have had, you know, back with uh, Jimmy Johnson. But it was all about ego. Jerry Jones's ego has brought us to the point where we get rid of Jason Garrett, Mr. 8-8, eight and eight, Clapper, and we bring in this dude, McCarthy, and it's like, okay, that was not better move because you had a sleepover with McCarthy and y'all are buddy buddy and of course now he's the head coach and he's a yes man to Jerry Jones and then he brings up all this stupid analytic stuff okay and I'll bet you analytics was behind that stupid ass call to run the ball in the middle of the field there were 14 seconds left and you had no timeouts does that I'm sorry that was just dumb that 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 was to me that was the epitome of how Dallas has played the last two years and this is what the coaching staff does now you also have to obviously put some of the onus on the players the whole COVID stuff and not vaccinated or just you know going to um arenas and you're not masked up, you know, being around a bunch of people, knowing that you're going into the playoffs, that's not a good look. Okay. That should not have happened with the players. On the field, you gotta catch the ball when it's thrown to you. CD can't drop easy passes that may have extended 
your run in the playoffs. Okay. You can't do silly things like, oh, I don't know, hands to the face or just tackle somebody with a, a really bad holding call. All that stuff is showing a lack of discipline and a lack of awareness as to what you're doing on the field. Okay. So, yes, we got a lot of penalties. A lot of them we earned, but the, the refs actually were not calling the game equitably. They were not calling, I don't know, a hold in the end zone against the 49ers or really close to the end zone. You know, stuff that was blatant. They were not calling. I think Anthony Brown, I think, got run over in one play. You know, there were things that happened during the play. They just were not calling. And the rest are looking right at this stuff. But I think I told Quinn, when I saw Roger Goodell was in the stands, I knew we were going to lose. I knew if there was a situation where Dallas needed a call, needed to go the right way, the the proper call, we were not going to get it. You know, so it just, this, this whole weekend was just a microcosm of, my up and down feelings about Dallas the last few years. And finally, you know, I'm just sick of it. I'm, I'm just done. I think I'm just, I feel like a broken fan. <laughs> I just, because, you know, I put so much heart and energy into it. And it's just like, why? Why am I getting my feelings all hurt? I'm caught up in my feelings. And for what? My fandom is getting dialed back. And... Anyway, I will, you know, watch football the last, you know, next couple of weeks. Let me tell you what, I don't really care who wins just as long as it's not Green Bay. If Green <laughs> Bay wins, I'm really going to be mad. Wow. I don't care. No, that's it. Wow. Wow. That was, that was, that was awesome. I mean, I was very impassioned and you, oh man, that, you know, and Zoom and Zoom was, trying to cut in and out on all the good parts too. So Zoom was just like, oh wow, she going off. Let's just cut out. Let's cut <laughs> out here. So anyway, Uncle Jamie fin- fin- finishes out here. Uh I, I looked at a couple of things, honestly, you know, with this new seventh seed and um expansion of the playoff teams that make it. I was kind of annoyed to be honest with you. I thought both seven seeds weren't up to par par. I thought they did okay. Uh, Pittsburgh, and they're both from Pennsylvania, surprisingly. Pittsburgh, they showed up a little bit too late. And, you know, I guess everybody was rallying around Big Ben and his last performance and stuff. And it, could this be his last game in the Steeler uniform? And let's do it for Ben type of thing. But that score was, like, going, like, 21 early. Uh, I didn't see the Pittsburgh defense show up at all. That was pretty sad. The Eagles, I don't know if they showed up at all before, after, or during the game. I mean, they just put up 15 points, and that's it. And the Buccaneers just hammered them. And they just said, okay, we get the ball back, we're scoring. Get the ball back, we're scoring. Eagles just did not show up anywhere. Can't blame the weather. It was great. Can't blame anything. And just, you know, some of the, some of the, I guess, stages were too big for some of these younger players, and they got to go through it. It's the rite of passage, right? They have to go through this. Now this feeling is different. Now I know what it feels like, you know, Jalen Hurts, for instance. I know what it feels like to play a playoff game as opposed to just a regular home game in week six. It's a big difference. And a lot of them just got swallowed up in the emotions. Najee Harris never fumbled 
and 160 Garys all of a sudden, bump. <laughs> Not just once, but twice. And it was like, what's going on here? You know, you guys got in here, number seven seed. You got to the playoffs. You made it. Let's make something happen and make big noise can be made. But I'm not sure about, you know, if that was the right move to expand the old playoff game. Number six seeds weren't that great either. I mean, the the, the Cardinals were horrible. Just ridiculous. I mean, Kyler Murray, and he's not, that's not his first time he did that, right? They'll just throw a toss up out of the end zone. I think he did it earlier in the year as well. But that was the whole game changer. That the game was over once that interception touchdown, pick six for sure. I mean, there was nothing else you could do and nothing else you could be said about it. Kyler Murray just got swallowed up in the the emotion and the situation, and you just looked horrible. And it was pretty bad because you were on Monday night. It's the only game, you know, Dallas already gave $40 million, So there really was banking on this Monday night game being exclusive between the Rams and the Cardinals. And it was just a one-sided show from the start. They slowed down Cooper Cup, but Matthew Stafford, hats off to him. He spread the ball around and they ran the ball very well with uh, Sonny Michelle and Cam Akers. So, I mean, that that's a one-two attack that really needs to be looked at. But um, <clears throat> I was really sad about the uh, the Arizona performance. Yes, we 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 crowned them pretty early. They we had that seven and zero start, but they've just been fluttering ever since, and it, it was pretty sad. And the playoffs show and kind of reveal for you what you really are, right? They strip you of it, you're exposed by it, and you know you're really gonna have to say, did you handle this or did you not? I mean, the Cowboys game. A lot of people are gonna put emphasis on the last play. Okay, and and the ref was out of position and, you know, why would they make this call anyway? But, you know, everybody does this analytic stuff, but they don't factor in, well, the ref is thinking past, so I need to be even further back from the quarterback than I would be if it was a running game and I know it was a quarterback sneak. Then that didn't happen. And then it was this. Then it was that. Okay, let's say they did get the one second back. That's no guarantee that it would have been a touchdown to tie the game or even force the game into overtime or whatever. So, you know, but we can't overskate. It's week 18, technically, and you got 14 penalties on on your team. Discipline. Week 18, you're a playoff team. Yes, you beat everybody in NFC East. Guess what? That really doesn't amount to a hype of beans (laughs) when you go playoff in the playoff game. Now you're in the playoffs. Now it's a different animal altogether. And these guys came in hungry. They got in back door or whatever. They had to win to get in. And that's why the momentum is so scary and very important, especially entering into the playoffs. Teams with momentum have won the game. Giants were nine and seven and they won two Super Bowls with it just getting hot at the right time. The Niners right now were hot at the right time. And here the Cowboys were. Well, we just ran all over the Eagles on their third string defense, but that doesn't mean anything because now it's a different ball game. And a lot of things, you know, I was upset for you, Mona. I mean, really, I thought that they they were going to go a little further than that, at least get one win under the belt and stuff, but they they couldn't even get that right. But again, if it comes down to Mike McCarthy, (laughs) odds are (laughs) and odds won this time around because it was really a dumb call. I wouldn't have called that. Definitely would have. I mean, somebody, you know, CeeDee Lamb finally woke up in the fourth quarter and started catching balls. So I would have had him on an outskirt or an out route somewhere so he could stop the clock. But 
It was pretty good. All in all, you know, it was a wild card weekend and they call it wild card for a reason. But I was kind of disappointed with the Cowboys. Definitely. I thought they would have a win. I really wasn't overly <clears throat> great with this so-called new expansion on the seven seeds with the Eagles and the Steelers either. But hats off to the Raiders. They did show up and they did show out. And, of course, the Patriots was the worst, biggest letdown ever. Everybody built it up. It's game three, rubber match, duh, 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 duh. And the Buffalo Bills still scored because you blinked. <laughs> and the Buffalo scored again. You know, it was like 21 nothing before it was 21 nothing. I mean, this game was over once Micah Hyde got that first interception in the end zone. And after that, Mac Jones just kept disappearing slowly but surely throughout the rest of the game. So overall, it was good. Done good football, but bad officiating. But, you know, it could have been better, I think. Hopefully we'll get better this time around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, look, this, these are the final eight teams. I, um, well, we'll, we'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to the officiating stuff in a, in a minute here, but you know, it, yeah, I'm just, I'm just depressed, you know, <laughs> you know? Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm just depressed, honestly, with the, uh, with, with the Pats. It's just, you know, you know, I, look, if, even if we had beaten Buffalo, let's, let's just be honest, Tennessee was going to beat us anyway. <laughs> so it wasn't like we were going very far. Um, but yeah, just, just to lose about 30 points is just, just was just bad. And it, and it was over. You know, before before you sat down, it was twenty seven to three, and it was just like, oh, okay. Well, the Patriots are going to take this one on the chin this t- today. It's just is what it is. All right, <clears throat> quick break to tell you this is the Always One Hundred podcast. Thank you for joining us on on this uh, divisional playoff weekend and live on divisional playoff Saturday. Uh, you find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor FM, wherever you get your audio for absolutely free. And you can find it in the McKenzie Report Facebook group if you are on Facebook. So check that out. Okay, guys, the the, the main reason we're on today we can we can, we can yap about last week all all day all night, but uh, folks want to hear about what we got to say about this week. It's divisional playoff weekend, four games, eight teams, only four spots for championship Sunday next week. Let's get right into it uncle trevor we're coming to you right here it's the Bengals. it's the it's the Bengals. it's tennessee it's at 4 30 it's on cbs today let me get you a point spread here and some totals tennessee favored by four total 47 and a half the weather in nashville uncle trevor is let me see right here you see right here, uh, 30, sunny, sunny, 35 at about four o'clock. It'll get down to 15 tonight. So it'd be 30, about 35 degrees of kickoff. You got all that, Uncle Trevor? What, what you got? Yeah, I got it. What, what you got? Normally, a num- normally a team with the, the bye week in these playoffs, you got the extra week to rest up. A lot of times they, they come out pretty strong after that bye week. Um, and Tennessee's also getting Derrick Henry back. That's two positives in their in their um, favor. And um, I, I don't know. Tennessee's, in my opinion, an extremely weak number one seed. I mean, you know, there's a reason why they're not really getting a lot of respect. I mean, you, you let 
you let Houston come into your place and beat you. You lose to a team like Pittsburgh, who getting a first down is cause for a celebration. That's how bad their offense is. Those are two losses that are, you know, pretty pitiful. So, and Cincinnati, you know, they got they got the biggest, they got the quarterback. They probably got the better quarterback in Burrow. I don't think they got it. I think they probably got the better receiver in, um, in Chase. Now, the running back, Tennessee, should have an advantage. But where is Derrick Henry at? He hasn't played in several months. Whereas the Bengals got Joe Mixon. You, you look at this right now, it's, it's those, those three positions, Bengals have the advantage. I mean, I, right now, they probably should be the better team. The only thing that concerns me, Tennessee did have the week off for rest, which is very important for these guys. And they're at home. And I think they're going to play off this, this, this respect mantra that they're getting from the media. I saw a story about that. I think they're going to try to use that to motivate themselves. And I think they have, they have a pretty good coach, too. So, I mean, my mind is saying that the Bengals should win this game. They're, they're probably all the better team. But Somehow, I think Tennessee might somehow pull it out in the last quarter. I, I think the Bengals really are the better team, in my, in my opinion. But somehow, Tennessee will win by a field goal, in my opinion. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Tennessee by a field goal sounds. Um, Tennessee by a field goal, you know, yeah, that that's <laughs> could definitely be the case. I, I yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna fault you for that. I just saw a stat that um, the the Titans are 11 and two in 13 games when uh, AJ Brown plays, and I think he's gonna play today. So, um, but why? But watch out, Nashville. That 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 home that home crowd, man. The last time they were in the playoffs, I mean. They had a home crowd last year against the Ravens, but it was COVID. Nobody, you know, that 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 wasn't really a home crowd, really. Like, the Nashville is going to be rocking. They're going to show up. Yeah, probably a little bit colder. It's probably a little bit colder than the folks in Nashville are probably used to this time of year. It's probably you know, it's not normally thirty-five degrees in Tennessee, but you know. You know that, but that they'll they'll show up in full force. But I, I'm not going right now. I'm gonna give the four the four to Bob. You, you caught your breath. You you good up there? You 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 want to get in here? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. No, like I said what I had to say. Good. Okay. What, what, what do you got? What do you got? So I agree with a lot of what Trev said in reference to uh, this game. Um, I do believe and i'm rooting for cincinnati I, I do believe they will win i'm rooting for them um and i liked how trev went through his analysis you know by you know the offensive positions um the other thing is who has the better defense because i mean cincinnati's defense seems to be okay tennessee's defense seems to be okay but which one is going to actually rise to the occasion um i think that cincinnati is built for this. And I think they're really the surprise team of the entire playoffs. Um, so my thought is Derrick Henry will probably be okay. He'll, he probably will run. Question is, can Cincinnati stop him? For, at whatever level he returns at, can Cincinnati stop that run? Because if they can, 
they're definitely going to win the game. If they can't, well, then all bets are off because I don't know that Burrow to Chase or Burrow to uh, Boyd or um, Higgins, I don't know if that is going to be able to offset what Derrick Henry can do um, on the flip side. But um, I like the coach for Tennessee. I think even though he came from that place up north from that team, um, I think that he's actually a very good coach. He's very motiv- uh, very much a motivator. I think the players play well for him. Um, and I think he's he's got a very high football IQ. So I think he's actually a better coach than Zach Taylor, who's still trying to figure some things out. So if it comes down to coaching, Tennessee wins. But as a team overall, I say Cincinnati wins. And I think um, – it will be like Trev said, a field last minute field goal, but I think Cincinnati gets that last minute field goal. Yeah. Uh well, I jeez, I, I don't know. That's this 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 is tough here. Um yeah, this this is gonna be a tough one. It um this this is not the hardest game I'm gonna pick today, but it I think it's it's, I think it's right up there with with the hardest one. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll see where I go. Uncle Jerry, what, what do you got? Yeah, it's going to be a close one, too. And it's really going to come down to how do you get Derrick Henry off the field? And the only way you can do that is run up the score. And can the so it's really going to come down to the Bengals' offense against the Titans' defense. Can they score enough points where Derrick Henry's not a factor? Or they try to put the ball into Ryan Tannehill's game to move the ball down. Now, mind you, Derrick Henry can score any given moment, 70-yard touchdown, any time of the day. No doubt about it. But again, like you know, Trev Monas mentioned, I don't think he's going to be at 100%. I, I think he's probably in the 70s at best. But 70% of Derrick Henry is 90%, you know, every other average human running back in the NFL. So... It's really going to come down to that. Looking at the uh, the Bengals' defense, it's not that good against the run. And, you know, they're in the middle of the pack, 4.4, 17th rank. So that that's going to be the major factor to keep Derrick Henry off the field. You got to love Tennessee, though. I mean, it's hard not to. Yeah, I mean, it's all the glitz and glamour of Burroughs and his, you know, trifecta, the three amigos of Y2K, but... You know, these guys are six and three without Derrick Henry. <laughs> six and three. I mean, if you ever think grit and the team grit and really winning the game with just pure grit, that's that's the Tennessee Titans with the route. Two games in overtime, but won both of them. Yes, they lost to the Jets. Yes, they lost to the Houston Card Texans. Who'd they beat, though? They beat the Bills. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Rams and they beat the 49ers and all of them are playing this weekend. That has to say something. And that says a lot to me as well. Keep the ball out of Ryan Tannehill's hands and we might, you will win this game. Definitely. Tannehill, you know, he'll, he'll do it. He's real team management. And sometimes he'll flash a 200 yard game once in a while. Let's just try to keep it out of his hands and such. I think if the only way Burrow's going to win, Burrow has to put up real big numbers, and they have to score, and they have to score often, they have to score a lot to, A, force the game into Tannehill's hands, and, B, try to get Derrick Henry out of the game. Does that happen? 
I don't think so. I think, you know, the Tennessee Titans, they just been there, done that. They won in every kind of case scenario. They lost some games to some substandard teams and they beat some really high quality teams. So I, I think, you know, it's going to come down to a field goal. I'm glad we're all agreeing with that one. <clears throat> but, you know, even, you know, the the Titans at one point in time, they beat the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, the Rams at the Rams and the Saints all in a row, five in a row. I, there's too much grit that I love about Tennessee Titans, and I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans this time around, too. They'll give it a 26-23. All right. Well, make it three out of four on the Titans, because at the end of the day, since the Patriots are out, um, it's very simple for me. Once a Patriot, always a Patriot. Mike Verbal and the Titans winning this game, period, end of story. Uh, I love Joe Burrow. I really do. I, I think Joe Burrow, <laughs> that, that dude, that dude is nice, man. Like, he just, like, he, he's got that, he, he just got the edge to him that, that I like. Like, it's, it's like, it's, it's almost, it's arrogant. Like, he's like, he's, he's, he's arrogant because he knows he's really talented. And he knows, like, people, like, overlooked him for so long. And he was behind, like, he was behind Dwayne Haskins Jr. at Ohio State, which is, like, a total crime now, considering the pathetic state that Haskins Jr. is in, you know, with all, with all his, his troubles that he had. And, you know, he, he's sitting, he's a backup in Pittsburgh, and Joe Burrow is in the divisional round of the playoffs. I mean, that, that's just really, really unfortunate. Uh, that Joe Burrow was sitting behind him and had to go to Louisiana. Well, pro- he probably went to Louisiana probably for the food, probably for the fans, and probably because it was 80 degrees. He gets to play. He gets to play in Louisiana because it's 80 degrees every time, and he gets to play against Alabama where it's warm weather all the time. So it's, that, that probably helped him set all those records. But it also helps that he has Jamar Chase, who is just, who is just phenomenal. He is just sense- – he is – like him and just like folks just remember that 19 LSU team had Joe Burrow at quarterback Edward Jolaire at running back and Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase at wide receiver it's no wonder why you won the title (laughs) I mean look look I mean and and I think to be honest Edward Jolaire is the worst one of the lot because this dude can't stay on the field he can't stay healthy, or he'd probably be good. But, like, Jefferson's lighting it up in Minnesota, and Jamar Chase is, you know, just, just a dude that I, I I like. I like watching him because he's so smooth, and he's, like, a lot faster than he looks, I think, like, because he looks like he's running in slow motion. But he's like, oh, he's running away from, like, grown men. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Jamar Chase, good on you. Like, you know, I, I really, I really like what I see in Cincinnati. I really do. So, I, and I like, and I like the defensive line. I like this Henderson guy. This Trey Henderson. He's from, he was from the Saints. Um, he gets pressure on the QB. Um, their secondary is opportunistic, but yeah, they can't really stop the run, and that was gets me to the Titans. Look, the Tennessee Titans. We we know the game plan for the Titans. It's very simple. They're going to give the ball to that 250-pound running back and say, take us there. I mean, like, hope hope you got enough rest. Like, I, I, I hope you got enough rest, Derek Henry, because you're going to need to run us to the championship game. 
Sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, you got eight weeks. <laughs> Here you go. Here's 35 carries. Scored three touchdowns and send us to next Sunday at home against Josh Allen or Patrick. That There's your game plan. And Ryan Tannehill, will you do throw it? Throw the ball to A.J. Brown. That's probably a good idea. Throw the ball to Julio. If Julio can walk, he's still he's still a top 15 receiver. If he's, like, breathing it on the field. There's your game plan. It's simple. Um, I think Cincinnati's going to score. I, I think it might be a higher scoring game, though. I, I don't think I, – I don't know if I'm going to go – 26-23, but I, I definitely think the Bengals will uh, definitely de- definitely take the Bengals plus plus the number there for sure. Maybe bet it up to seven, and then take take the Bengals. Um, but uh, that that might be my pick. I got the Tennessee Titans to win a thriller. I think I think this is going to be an awesome game. Absolutely. Uh, so I'll, I'll pick Tennessee to win this, win this deal here tonight. Okay. Next game, a game that, well, we know mom's going to pick for this next game, but we'll give her a chance to give her analysis here in a minute. But next game on the list, green Bay, number one seed, second year in a row against San Fran. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what San Fran has to offer us today. Uh, by the way, the forecast in Green Bay at game time, just a nice, robust 10 degrees outside in Green Bay. 10. So, there you go. Uncle Trevor, what, what do you have? Uh, I think the Packers are favored by five and a half. Let me see. Hold on. Whoops. Yep, Green Bay favored by five. The total is 47 and a half. What, what do you have, Uncle Trevor? Um, I mean, normally you would say, you know, if you got quarterbacks match up, match up like this to favor the team with the better quarterback. But, you know, San Francisco blew out Green Bay a couple of years ago. The NFC title game with Garoppolo versus Rodgers. I guess San Francisco, sort of like two years ago, they they got a good coordinator, a coach. He's very smart. Like, you know, last week, you know, they came out, they really attacked Dallas running the ball different formations, he had them ready. He's going to try and do the same thing this week. And, you know, if you can run the ball, that's probably preferable when you got zero degrees weather. It's a lot easier to run than pass. So I guess, you know, the, the, this is the key. 49ers running game versus can Green Bay stop it? The Green Bay stops the 49ers running game, and it's over. Green Bay is going to win this game easily. It's Garoppolo. I would not trust him at all in this particular matchup in this weather. He, he, if, he, if you have to rely on him to beat to beat Green Bay, it's, it's, it's going to be a blowout. There's no doubt in my mind. But um, you know, Fournier to come out and run the ball, get a get a lead, get some pressure on Rodgers, get in his face a little bit, and um, you know, this could be a game. But um, I don't, I don't know my. My feeling is Green Bay is going to come out. They're going to jump on San Francisco. They're going to get to get ahead. But, you know, Fournier is going to have to move away from the running game and put the ball in the hands of Garoppolo, and then they're really going to get destroyed out there. That's just how I see it's going to happen tonight. 
But um, I got I got Green Bay winning this. Mm. Let's see, thirty-one fourteen. Oh wow! Oh jeez, thirty-one thirty-one fourteen. Okay. Um. Well, well, that's the one that's the lower scale. Look, if Green Bay does jump ahead, like like I think they might. Frisco starts trying to pass the ball around, mm. and he starts throwing the ball to the other team. It could get a lot worse than that. But we'll see. Mm-mm. 31-14. Okay. 31-14. All right. All right, Bob, what you got? I don't disagree with what Trev said, unfortunately. Um, I don't think the 49ers really have much of a chance in this game. Uh, Green Bay, to me, is the better team overall. Um, and they do uh, – I hate to say it, but they do have the better quarterback. Oh, my gosh. Um, but can Debo Samuel as a running back, can that work? Maybe. I mean, Green Bay's seen it now. Maybe if uh, Kyle Shanahan had saved that for Green Bay, then it might have been that shock factor and it might have caught Green Bay off guard. But now, you know, unless Kyle Shanahan has something else he can dial up and use that's going to – be a situation where Green Bay has to make adjustments. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think that they have any more, you know, tricks up their sleeve that can potentially throw Green Bay off um, off kilter and tip the game in their their favor. I mean, I do see that Nick Bosa is playing. He cleared concussion protocol, but you know, we don't know how he's going to you know, really be, you know, in this game. Um, I believe uh, Fred Warner, I think he's back too. I think he came back in the Dallas game, but I don't know if he's 100%. So their their defense has, um, you know, some injuries and some issues. Um, they're going to need for everyone to be uh, playing pretty much a flawless game, I think, in order to even be close to potentially beating Green Bay. I just don't see that happening. So it pains me to say it. But I think Green Bay will win. I'm not giving a score. I like Trev's score, but I'm not giving a score. Um, I think Green Bay gets their just due next week in the championship. Ooh, ooh! I, I can't wait to hear who you're going to pick uh, for the championship game. That's uh, for for the for the NBC game uh, down there in Florida. I can't wait to hear who you're going to pick for that game. So uh, that <laughs> interesting. Okay, so you think you think Aaron's going to lose in the championship game for the second straight year at home? Okay. Like that, okay, Uncle Jamie. Uh, actually, you know what? No, no, I got you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go first for the next one. Yeah, Uncle Jamie, go ahead. All right, um, uh, Aaron Rodgers loves to say, I own you to the Chicago Bears, but the Niners can really say, I own you, Aaron Rodgers, in the playoffs because they're 0 3. Aaron Rodgers 0 3 against the Niners in the playoffs. Whether we're no matter where it is, I think two of them were at Lambeau, one was in San Fran, and they still lost all three. So, but the thing here is that um, what I really looked at was the common um, teams that they played, and uh, the Packers are nine and two, while the 49ers are six and five. So, that was the big difference right there to me. I think um, it's good that they have it. They like, you know, uh, it's already been said. It, it, they have to play their best game here. They can't make any mistakes, any foul ups. It's really going to come down to Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell, the running back, to try to keep Aaron Rodgers off the uh, 
off the field, as well as Debo Samuels. Obviously, he runs the ball, too. Do the Niners have enough gadget plays and trick plays to do that? That's going to be the question. I think the Packers' defense is not the known first thing that jumps out your mouth when you talk about the Green Bay Packers, but I think they've been formidable this whole year throughout. They haven't been blown out by anybody and, you know, get Rodgers in the game for the most part. So, um, except, of course, that first game with the Saints, 38-3, everybody knows that. But since then, (laughs) they've been pretty good and pretty solid. So the thing that's going to really come down to is I don't think if it comes down to a shootout, who's going to stop Devontae Adams? Randall Cobb is back. Um, And now uh, C.J. Dillon is also back to help out Aaron Jones in the backfield. So that's just too much for the cap. You know, can the Niners do something about that and keep that going is uh, the question. And the defense, can they keep up with that and slow that down? I don't see a lot of three and outs really with the Packers. I think they're going to either time consume drives or scoring drives. I don't think it'll be a field goal fest either. And eventually the Niners defense will crack. And that's why I'll go with the Packers on this one. I think it's going to be one of the closer games than most 28-21 type games. But I don't think uh, they'll be able to keep pace at the end of the day. I'll go with the Packers on this one. Yeah, man. Uh, I I think it's gonna be closer though. Make it make it a clean sweep for me. I just looked at the weather. So right now it's twenty three degrees in Green Bay, which is like which is like a heat wave to them. But uh, the wind's at fifteen miles an hour. Um, so that that's a problem. When when yeah, winds at fifteen. It's gonna be. It feels like ten ten degrees right now. So you can only imagine once the sun goes down how cold it's gonna be. Um. Look, this is this is not this is not hard. Let's not reinvent the wheel here. The 49ers are going to run the football down down, down the Packers' throat. Because look, folks, we we we're, we're gonna we we're all gonna get on. We got on Dallas. We're gonna get on. Keep getting on Dallas because that play call was incredibly stupid, and we we should bring it up when the time is right to to say, hey, this is what happens when you do analytics. When bring up Brandon Staley. This is what happens when you do analytics. But folks, you 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 we we did we did see Jimmy G throwing interceptions to the wrong team, right? You, you y'all 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 did y'all did see the 49ers choking that game away, right? I I, I mean that wasn't just me. That that could not have been just me. I, I I'm watching the 49ers. They should have beat Dallas 40 to 7. That Dallas was dying to get blown out, and the 49ers were like, you know what? No, we're we're not. I, I actually no. <laughs> we're we're gonna keep you in the game. We're gonna make it interesting. We're even gonna give you a chance to win because we have Jimmy Garoppolo. And like I said earlier, once a Patriot, always a Patriot. But my guy, Anthony Brown, don't play for you. Like like he threw, he hit him in the chest, folks. He hit him in the chest with the football. He, he threw it right to him. I was like, what are you doing? What what are you doing, Jimmy G? Like like, and and, and believe me, don't, it's not lost on Kyle Shanahan that bo- that he was the offensive coordinator when Tom Brady was out here in like full on Super Saiyan mode in Super in, in Super Bowl Fifty One as you choked away a twenty eight to three lead. Like they they were showing the graphic. They literally showed the graphic on CBS. Biggest fourth quarter comebacks 
in, in the Super Bowl era. The Houston, the Houston Oilers, and Tom Brady against the Falcons. And Dallas was Dallas was fixing to, fixing to win that game if they had maybe one extra second, potentially. Like so the 49ers, you choke. When 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 palms get sweaty and backsides get tight, I don't trust Jimmy G to to make the right play. I I mean that's just what it comes down to. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, look, it's not it's not exactly like Aaron Rodgers been out here lighting the world on fire in the playoffs. Now he's got forty five touchdowns and thirteen picks in the playoffs. That's pretty damn impressive. I'll give you that much. But he's eleven and nine, and he's zero three against San Fran. And and I was like, James said, it don't matter where the game is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's one degree in Green Bay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's sixty five and sunny in San Fran. It doesn't matter where the hell the game is. The, the, yes, the 49ers own you, Aaron Rodgers. They own you. You're 0-3 in the playoffs. And hell, you may have probably lost a Super Bowl or two because you because you ran into the 49ers. But this is on the Packers' defense for me. Like This is what, this is what it comes down to. The Packers' defense. You know Debo and Eliza Mitchell are going to run the ball down your throat. What the hell are you going to do to stop it? What are you going to do? You going to let them run? You, you going to let them run for two hundred yards or not? Because you know what they're going to do. They're not going to change it. It's as simple as that. I'm going to pick Green Bay because they got the better quarterback. They got the better running game. They got the better wide receiver because Devontae's better, the, the best wide receiver. Of the two teams combined, and probably Debo is second best, but he's like a running back now. So I don't, I don't know if he's a receiver or a running back. I don't know what the hell that guy is, but I know he's really good. I, I can tell you that much. So this is going to be a close game, maybe a little bit lower scoring. If if if, if the Forty Nineers can run the ball like they did against Dallas, this, this would be a lower scoring game. Um, I, I go. I, I think Aaron makes one one more play than Jimmy at the end. Um, I, I'll go with the Packers. Um, I, I don't know if I have a score. I, I I can't really make a score, but I think the Packers win by two or three. You know, like like, like the last second type of thing. Like Mason Crosby kicks a field goal in the last second to win type of deal. So that's what I'll go with. I think it's going to be. A good game. It's not going to be the best game of the weekend by any means, but um, I, I think uh, Aaron finally gets his one. And by the way, he better get his one because I don't want to ever hear if he loses to Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't want to ever hear that that Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady in anything. That that that's that's you know you've been to one you've been to one Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers, and the last time you were in the Super Bowl, um. I was in middle school and Barack Obama was in his first term as president. That that's how long ago it was. You're 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 too damn great just to have one Super Bowl. I I'm sorry, you just are. Get it together. You bet you you can't lose. You better not lose tonight. If you lose to Tom Brady in the championship game, nobody's gonna blame you. But you you can't lose to him. You bet you can't lose to Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. You better beat him at home. You you just better. I'm just telling you. All right. 
Take a quick break to tell you this is the Always 100 Podcast, episode 97. We're talking about divisional playoff weekend, and we are going to go in to, I think, the two best games of the week, starting in, well, so they, they call it Tampa, I call it Tampa, whatever whatever way you say it, it's going to be in Florida. It's at 3 o'clock tomorrow on NBC. It's the Bucks, the world champs, hosting Aaron Donald, Matt Stafford, and the L.A. Rams on NBC. And I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend, uh, at least one of the best games of the weekend for me. And look, it, I, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to come right out and say it. This is the hardest pick I'm going to make. Everyone, everyone on this panel knows how much of a fan I am of Tom Brady. The man, the man's the greatest quarterback in the history of the league, in my opinion. This guy has been there. He's done all that. He, he, he's got literally nothing to prove. If he lose, if he loses, he's still got the most Super Bowl titles. He's got three, maybe four league MVPs. If somebody has any sense, they'll give the league MVP to Tom Brady because he said he just had a better season than Aaron. But look, I, I, I'm just, I, I, I don't really care about the weather. It's Florida. Like, I, I have Tampa's weather up here tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be sixty one degrees in Tampa. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be a beautiful day. So, like the weather's not gonna be a problem. What is a problem though is all the injury reports. Let, let's let me just let me just tell you who who who's hurt on um on Tampa. Rojo is out. Seal Grayson, Murphy Bunning, Worfs, Ryan Jensen, Fournette. Bashad Perriman and JPP. I mean, damn! Look, I mean, look at the like, look at that. I mean, what what am I supposed to do with that? You, you like I, against that pass rush? I I don't even I don't know what I'm supposed to do there. On the Rams side, y'all should know that Andrew Whitworth is out. That's pretty. That's that's important. Andrew Whitworth is not playing at tackle. Taylor Rapp's not playing at safety. That's important, too. And the rest of these people, actually, Jordan Jordan Fuller, he he's pretty good. He's out. He's on IR with an ankle. I mean, so for me, this is this game is about who who's playing and who's not. I, I don't, if Worfs is not playing, if Jensen's not playing, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm picking the Rams. I'm picking the Rams, guys. I, I want you guys to hear me. I, I'm picking the Rams plus three points. I, I, as great as Tom is, if Tom's flat on his back, he can't, he can't do anything when he's flat on his back. He just can't. And the Rams have a ferocious pass rush. Maybe what the Bucks do is do a lot of screen passes with Geo. And uh, Keyshawn Vaughn there, keep the pass rush off of Tom. But Tom, when Dom does realize it, look, if you're going to throw that ball quick, that ball might get batted up in the air there. So he's, 
he's got like at the end of the day, he's got he's going to have to be careful. Like he's forty four, yeah, and at some point, the, the he's going to have to stand in there and take a couple shots to throw the ball down the field to Mike Evans or Gronk or somebody. My my heart is always going to be with Tom and Gronk, and I, I would love to see Tom and Gronk face Aaron for the title in Green Bay next week. I really, really would. But a part of me is just like, you know, you, you don't replace all pro players, guys. Like, this is not – like, Worfs is an all pro. Jensen's a pro bowler. Like, like this is not you – just you just don't replace these people if they're not there. And then on defense, it's like, okay, you know, the Rams could throw the ball on them. So th- this this game's gonna be a great game. I, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Rams, man, until I until I see some injury reports here. I'm I'm gonna take the Rams plus three. And uh it's just because uh the Buccaneers are too banged up for me uh to to really feel confident in picking Tom uh this weekend. Uncle Trevor, what you got? Uh, we'll just go out, guys. Yeah, I mean, the Rams, they beat them earlier this year. Last year, they went to Tampa, and they roughed up Brady a little bit. I mean, so, you know, you would you would think maybe the Rams might actually have Tampa Bay's number. I mean, they're going against the Dick and Dunk King now. This is the master of the Dick and Dunk. I mean, with the Rams password, I'm sure he'll probably, he'll probably throw the ball open one second of the snap tomorrow. He's not going to get hit. He's going to get rid of that ball from hella high water. He's like Dick and Doug. The Eagles were, were too dumb to even recognize this and stop it. I mean, we, we've seen him do this in New England for decades, for I don't know how many years. He's still doing it now. So let's play off. Let him throw the ball in front of us down the field. So that's, you know. So that's how brilliant the Eagles coaching staff and players are. We'll see what the Rams do. If they're any smarter than most NFL teams, then play up on on the receivers. Move move up and make him throw the ball over you. He's 44 years old. Can he continue to do that time and time again? That's that's how you you make you make Brady go out of his comfort zone to beat you. That's that'd be a smart play for the Rams. Whether they do that or not, I don't know. The Rams are not going to pass the ball the way they did the first game. They're not going to dominate the Buccaneers through the air like they did in game one. That's not going to happen. We'll see what Matthew Stafford does this week. Actually, the, really, the Brady's already proven himself. He has, he's probably going to be the greatest quarterback of all time. Matthew Stafford hasn't proven anything yet. This is the guy that should be talked about this week. It's him, not Brady. This is this is a, bit, a much bigger game for him. This is why the Rams got him. The upgrade to that scrub that's now in Detroit. This is this is what they got him for. This is can can he come come through in the clutch and be and, and, and maybe retire Tom Brady this week. And I mean that's you know that's the question. I I, I don't know. It's it's very difficult. Going to figure out what's going to happen in this game. You no, know, being being in Florida, the weather won't be it won't be a disadvantage for, for either team. So you said that you're going to kick the weather out. I mean, you would think I agree. You would think the Rams will win. I mean, you get the feel that this is Brady might be Brady's last game. 
That's that's the feel you get. Tampa Bay has had some all the field distraction. They got all these injuries. It's lining up like this is it for Tampa Bay and Brady. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. But then you got Stafford, who's a known choker. <laughs> that's yeah. the problem here. Right. I don't. I don't trust him. <laughs> right. I can't, well, you I have no need to trust him. Right. I. I mean, that's exactly. <laughs> yes. Like that's what makes it so hard because. If you if you just look at the defense, it's like, oh yeah, the Rams. Like, because let's can, can, can we just 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 be honest about this? The Rams have the two best defensive players in the game. Aaron Donald is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Well, I mean, not probably. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. And Jalen Ramsey might not be a Hall of Famer yet, but he's going to probably end up being one. The guy's just the best corner in football. He just is. He, Don't forget they got Von Miller too. Oh, and Von Miller, I forgot Von's on this team. Yeah, Von and Von's a Hall. Von's definitely going to the Hall of Fame. So, you got three Hall of Famers on one defense. I mean, look at this. I don't. Yeah, but then it's like then you're like Matthew Stafford, bro, and I'm like, yeah, I, I hear you, <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Stafford. It's yeah. right. I I don't. What am I supposed well, to do with him? Go ahead, Uncle Trevor. Go ahead. You don't know which one you're going to get. That's the problem. Right. He's good. That's right. He's got all the physical talent. You don't know mentally which one you're going to get. But I think you're going to get a better one different. this week because he got over not having won a playoff game before. So now that's over. He's yeah. won a playoff game. Now, does that give him <laughs> confidence moving forward, or is he going to revert yeah. to – you know, how he's, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like you said, you don't know which one you're going to get. I mean, you would think it would give him more confidence because he's got the weapons. He's got, you know, people around him. He's the, the team, the Rams are built to win. Right. Right. So really, if he's, you know, if his head is in the game and his head is right, he should be fine in this game. This should just, his confidence should be building. Right, but you just don't know with the psyche of some of these folks <laughs> what they really got going on. No, well, I don't. No, no, I trust someone like Joe Burrow. Yeah, I, I, I trust him too. Right, that's exactly out. right. I trust him too. Right, this guy, I don't. I, I don't trust. I don't trust staff. Yeah, and some of the interceptions he's thrown this year. Oh, we had against the 49ers. Right, the one that that beat them in the last game of the year. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to get from him. But anyway, um, wow. Yeah, I know. This is hard, man. This, this is, this I is this, hard. I think, I think this is going to be Brady's last game. Oh, that, that's man. the feel I get. I think this, I think this is going to be his last game. I got the Rams winning. Yeah. I think this is, this is it for him. Yeah. Man. But I got the Rams. I, I have no score. I got the Rams winning. Yeah. I don't have a score either. I I, 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 got, I got the Rams, too. I, I I, I I hate to even be the idiot on the other side of Tom Brady. I'm just like, like I'm like, I'm the, I'm the one telling people. Hey guys, if you like money, don't don't bet against Tom Brady. But like, again, Bob, is, Bob like like I, I've been talking to you, Bob, for a little bit. You you, you can pick up what, whatever, make whatever points of this game you want after you know when I ask you this question. But like, you know, you remember how how Dallas gets whenever Tyron Smith and Zach Martin are out. You know right. why? You know why? Because you don't replace all pros and Hall of Famers. That's why. I mean, I mean, I mean, what? I, what am I supposed to do with this? What am I supposed to do with this injury report if if Tristan Wirfs is out and Jensen is out? 
What what am I supposed to do with that? I I, I it's not it's not like I want to bet against Tom. It's like, okay, this Josh Wells guy. I never heard of him. Oh, you're not betting against. Yeah, but you're not necessarily betting against Tom. You're betting against the situation. You're, yeah, you're, exactly, that's exactly it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But like, but like, like you, like you know, you like you, you can kind of relate because you're a Cowboys fan. Like you know, hey, when Tyron Smith is out, when Zach Martin's not there, it's like, oh, right, yeah, yeah that, that, exactly. Yeah. That that's that that's why that's why yeah. Yeah, that, that this makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> why? Yeah, why? Why is Tom? Why did Tom throw three interceptions in maybe his final game? Well, I don't know. He's been he, he got hit in the face eighty five times by Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd. That's why he got he got hit in the mouth. <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect? Like you know, so I it just I, I don't know. If Tom's going to win, it's going to be a higher scoring game because, like I said, like we said, the weather's not going to be an issue. It's it's going to be. It's going to be 60 degrees. I think all of us on the East Coast would love to be in Tampa right now, even if it sure does would. rain a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, enough of me. Mom, go go, go, go ahead and whatever, make whatever point you want about, about this game here. Yeah, I, I don't really have a lot to say, except for I do believe Brady will be, at a minimum, retired for the season. Uh, I know people are thinking he's going to retire for good. Maybe, maybe not. But – uh, it would seem as though the way the matchups are lining up that the Rams should actually win this game. A lot of what you said was because of you know injuries and, and things of that nature. Um, it is a team game still. Brady can try and will it all he wants, but he has to have all the cogs around him, you know, working well together. And when you have that next man up and the next man is not as good as obviously the starter, because if he was that good, he'd be starting probably. Um, so when you have those kind of holes in your offense and your defense like that, I just think that you know Tampa Bay has made it through with patchwork all year because their defense really hasn't been right all year. The offense has, in a lot of ways, been carrying uh, the team. I, I I think that ends today. I don't think that they're gonna have they're gonna work that magic today and and win. I mean, the Rams are set up, as I said before, they are set up to win now. Because if they don't win, at least, you know, get to the Super Bowl this year, it would have been a disappointing year. Um, so they have to obviously win this game in order to do so. And I believe that they will win. It should be an entertaining game. Um, I don't think it's going to be a blowout for the Rams, but if that offense of the Rams is clicking, you got. OBJ, you got Van Jefferson, you got Cam Akers, you got um, Cooper Cup. I mean, you just got a whole lot of people that Stafford can, you know, get involved in the offense. I mean, they should blow away Tampa Bay's defense. It really shouldn't be close if the Rams' offense is clicking. Because we know the Rams' defense is they're going. Aaron Donald, my man, is going to get to a few times. And he's going to shake Brady up. And Brady's not going to be any good the rest of the game. Um, so, all that said, Rams should win at least by 10 points. And I hate to say it because, you know, I root for Bruce Arians, the York High Bearcat. You know, I root for them. But ten, ten points I think it's it. Though, ten, ten, ten points. That's, a, that's, that's against Tom. That's... 
That's I don't consider that a blowout because that's I don't consider that earlier last year than 34-24. Yeah, I mean that that's that's kind of bordering on blowout territory there. To me, a blowout is when you beat somebody by twenty points. Mm, okay. Tag on there three scores. To me, that's a blowout. Okay. Ten points. I mean, that could go either way. Like could, that could have been a missed field goal somewhere or something yeah, like that and, and touchdown. That's true. My, Uncle Jamie, what, we got, what, what you got? Then we're going to talk I mean, about I, I, I don't want to echo what everybody else already yeah. said, but I, I could, on paper, everybody makes perfect sense, right? Yeah. There's no way the Rams should lose this game. The Rams have 50 sacks. <laughs> Third in the league with sacks. They got Von Miller. They got Aaron Donald. You got Von Miller. Not only do you have Von Miller and Aaron Donald, you got Von Miller and Aaron Donald against your second string lineman because Tristan Wirtz is not going to play. Then you look at what's Brady got. Brady does not have Godwin, does not have Antonio Brown, does not have That's a lot. Just ridiculous. Somehow it's like it just works away. You know, the Rams beat the Niners twice. They beat the Titans. They beat the Packers. I mean, they lost. I'm sorry. They lost to these guys. Yeah. The Rams find ways to lose, though. I mean, they don't have any big key wins. Yes, they beat the Bucks early in the year. They beat the Cardinals. And after that, the Ravens, maybe? No, the Ravens okay. stunk. The ra- the, yeah, that, that. At that point, the and, Ravens and that, So that's where I'm stretching. Exactly. So they haven't really played. All the guys that they played are in the playoffs, and they lost to them. They lost to them, like, badly, too. So what – do the Rams have that they don't? Early in the year, they met. The Rams won out in SoFi, uh, 34-24. Uh, and Tom was off that game. Well, Tom wasn't off. He had 400 yards. Yeah, 432. <laughs> so, yep, he did. He had 432. Which, yeah. He was going up, going he crazy. Was going off. So yes, he was. It's not, it's not like it wasn't, but it's a shootout. So they can win on the shootout. It's going to come down to the Buccaneers' uh, defense and really – not only the defense, but the coaching on both sides. Yeah, I think I do see a lot of dink and dunks. Yeah, they're going to try to overplay the overzealous Rams defense and just throw it over to uh, Giovanni Bernard and Keyshawn Vaughn to really get the to throw the uh, defense off balance. Because, you know, obviously Mike Evans is going to be covered by <clears throat> Jalen Ramsey all day, pretty much. That's it. Uh, and should. usually we all know yeah. <laughs> uh, usually Mike Evans doesn't do well, acts the Saints against good cornerbacks, right? So he doesn't do too well against them, so I can't see it. Who's guarding Cooper Cup is the question. Is Cooper Cup going to go off? Because he did okay last week. He wasn't really had a stellar game. Towards the end, they finally found him. But Cooper Cup has 11 games over 100 yards. Right. So that's going to be the thing. It's going to be a track meet. No, I don't think so. No. But I, everything in their mama lines up for the Rams, but then it's Tom Brady. And it's just Tom Brady. And Tom Brady has done it with Cracker Jack, all-star <laughs> Randy Moss, and what's who the hell is this Tony Brown? I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's done it before. Um, and, 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 you know, I'm not no Brown. I'm not, I'm not Quinn. I'm no Brown number one fan of Brady, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. And I don't think he's ready to give this one up yet. I think the Bucks will pull this out. We remember last year, the Chiefs blew out the Bucks yeah. during the regular season. Yeah. There was like, hold the hell, how do they keep up? Then they met again in the Super Bowl, and somehow 
Todd Bowles found a defense to figure it out. Once you give a defense, I don't think you can beat Todd Bowles twice in one year, like legitimately. He'll figure out, okay, this is where we messed up at. This is where we're going to double back at, and we're going to do this. So somehow they're going to eliminate, they're going to let Cooper Cup be Cooper Cup. But everybody else, I think they're going to minimize. Obviously, the Bucks are number one in the rush. So Cam Akers and uh, Sony Michelle, they're going to have a tough game. I, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Really, I'm gonna go crazy. It does, but that's the year. That's the year it's been, right? Everybody would think it's going one way, and all of a sudden something happens. And this is gonna be one of those heart of the champion type signature games and stuff. And I think Brady's got his name all over it. I'm gonna go with Brady on this one. Close uh, one, probably like 34-31, but so it's gonna be a good right. game. I'm I gonna so go on. With right. Brady. I'll take the Bucks. I, I so hope you're right. Like, oh gosh, like I like I I wouldn't want to be more wrong about a pick than I would want to be about this game. But like, it, it really does. It really does seem like Tom is like, eh, this might be it here. This is just, this is yeah. I, I I I don't know. I you just can never. I mean, for a guy as competitive as him, you just you just can't really figure out when he's going to say when. But like, cause I, cause I, cause I, I tell mom this all the time. I, I, I told mom this uncle Jerry. I basically said, look, Tom should have retired after, after the Atlanta Super Bowl. Does it really get much better than that? Really? Like, I, I, I mean, you were a three time league yeah. MVP at the time. You were a five time champion. Like, and you literally engineered with the help of your defense the greatest comeback probably in the history of the NFL in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But how does it, how does it get better than that? I, I don't, I don't like, I mean, because, but then it was like, okay, the next year you throw for 500 yards at age 41 against Philly and you lose because your defense didn't show up for like the second or third time, you know, in your, in your playoff life, your defense was absolute hot garbage that day. Um, you know, and then you're like, okay, all right, you know, and then you kind of can justify, okay, I mean, eh, all right, Tom, I can, I can see it, man. You know, you're five and three in the Super Bowl, okay, all right, then you then you beat the Rams the next year, you beat Patrick to get there. I mean, like, it's like, okay, but then you only scored 13 points. I can kind of see, okay, you may not want that, even though you got as many Super Bowls as two separate franchises put together. Like, you know, but then it's like you beat the you beat Patrick again for the title. It's like, dude, what what what's left? Like you you beat everyone. Like you've beaten everyone, guy. Like what what what? You know, and and you know maybe it's like, yeah, dude, I've obviously should have won league MVP this year. But you know, everyone's so enamored with the fact that Aaron's only got four interceptions and I throw the ball down the field. And yeah, I'm 44. Maybe I fumbled a bit too much. So he's going to win the MVP. You know, maybe that's it. I don't know what goes through this guy's mind, but I told mom three years ago, after you beat Atlanta, like, walk off. Do you understand how boss of a move that would have been? Like, take the trophy and say, yeah, I just beat you. You're up 25 points. I threw for 466 and three touchdowns and won the damn Super Bowl MVP. And my mom and dad were there. My mom who had cancer and overcame it was sitting in the stands. Like, 
that's what that was when he should have walked away for me. Um, so you know, I I I, I don't know that this one. It, 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 uh, it, it's just it's just tough. I don't want I don't want him to go out where it's like you know he he loses you know you know he he loses like thirty five seventeen like Aaron Aaron Donald's just sacking him every single play like. If like if he goes out like that, I would just be I would just be sad. Like at least if you're gonna go out, lose thirty five thirty one, lose thirty four thirty one on the last second field goal, and you're just like, all right, you know, cool, you know, that's someone else's time, you know, maybe give the torch to Aaron Donald after the game or something. I don't know, but that would be that that would be my druthers if I if I had it my way. Um, but I think this is gonna be the best game of the weekend. But if it's not. We'll take a quick break and tell you this is the Always 100 Podcast. Find a show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your audio for absolutely free. And in the McKenzie Report Facebook group, uh, follow my Uncle James page if you like football content and you are on Facebook, give him a follow and he'll invite you into the group and you can see the football content. So there's that. But I think the best game of the weekend and the game we all really want to see. Let's just be honest about this. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City championship game rematch. One stays, one goes for a chance to go to Los Angeles for the Super Bowl title. And this is the lowest point spread of the week. Kansas City's not even getting three points, guys. Buffalo is only getting two points. In Kansas City, the total is an enormous 54. So, everyone's got all that? Cool. Uncle Trevor, who do you got? Buck, uh, Bills Chiefs championship game rematch Sunday night in Kansas City. Well, actually, the rematch of earlier this season when Buffalo, I guess, wasn't there to destroy them. We thought that was changing of the guard. Buffalo. Buffalo beat them pretty good. That was this year, right? Maybe you know, getting old. Anyway, yeah, right. yeah it was week Kansas, five. You're right. You're, you're right. It was week five. Yeah, but but the championship. Kansas City, yeah. Yeah. Kansas City is a much different team. I mean, I they they found a defense from somewhere. I don't know where, but they actually play defense now. And the offense, the offense got confidence now. So um, they're not the same team they were. In that game, Buffalo was looking like you know the best team in the NFL at that point, and um, they 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 let Jacksonville beat them, and they kind of slipped a little bit, and they let New England beat them. So you know, it's, this is this is not the same team that played early in the season. I mean, the way Buffalo looked last week, I mean, I mean, if you if you're gonna go in there and beat New England, like they beat New England. And they can beat anybody in the league. They're going to play like that. And then, then they can definitely beat anybody and win the Super Bowl with, with that kind of with that kind of performance every week. Even even Kansas City, they've proven they can beat Kansas City. But um, you know, this is uh, a tough one. It's another. You just don't know what to expect. It's just uh, Kansas City. You know, they got Andy Lee's a very good play caller. I'm sure they they looked at what happened, what Buffalo did to them in week five. They they're gonna have they're gonna have adjustments to that. 
and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna we're gonna do some things differently. And you know, I got on Josh Allen last week. Made me look bad. Yeah, you take this. And he rolled up fifty on New England, so I'm not gonna get on him this week. Came in the playoff game and he played well in the in the in the spotlight. Uh, maybe, maybe this is maybe it's just like um, the guy from the Rams, Stafford. So maybe this is Josh Allen. This is his time to, to come up. This could be this could be the two quarterback, the two younger quarterback. Well, Stafford's kind of older, but Allen maybe maybe this is his time to rise to, to the top. And maybe he and Mahomes are going to duke it out for the next five to ten years. And in order for it to happen, Buffalo got to win tomorrow tonight or tomorrow night. Um, oof. Wow. I, I, I got to go with Kansas City. I think Kansas City is going to look at what happened to them earlier this year, and that's going to motivate them. They get, they get payback for how Buffalo came in there, their, their house earlier this year, and it's embarrassing. I think, I think they're going to be ready. I think the defense for Kansas City is better than it was in week five. And I think Kansas City is going to win tomorrow night. Um, maybe maybe by a touchdown. Okay, Kansas City by a touchdown. All right, Mom, what, what do you got? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my ear pods died. I guess we were on so long, but they just said, up, oh, done. <laughs> um, so as far as this game, I think this is going to be an awesome, awesome game. I'm really, if I had to pick which one I'm looking forward to the most, this would be it for the weekend. Um, I like what Trev said about, you know, it could be that Mahomes and Allen are duking it out for the next five, ten years. That kind of reminds me of Manning and Brady back in the, the 2000s, you know, going against each other all the time, or actually the 2010s, I guess. Um, I You're think right, 2000s, that, two, 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 yeah. two, the 2000s mainly. But yeah. Some, yeah, a little bit in the 2010s, but yeah, the mainly the 2000s. Keep going. Yeah. So I think that uh, Kansas City has the advantage because the game is in Kansas City. Um, those fans are pretty loud, <laughs> pretty rambunctious, and I think that's going to you know, give Kansas City that lift that they're going to need. It's going to be a back-and-forth game. It is not going to be a blowout by any means. I think 54 points might be low. Um, I, th- I think that they're both the teams, are, they're going to get going early and often. So, I mean, did you see, well, I mean, I'm sorry, Quinn, but last week, Buffalo, seven possessions, seven touchdowns. I mean, dang. And I believe that was an NFL record. Um, it's not going to be quite like that, but I think that you pretty much have to be on the edge of your seat wondering, you know, will this end up being a touchdown uh, scoring drive or is it maybe going to be some field goals, you know, intermixed in there. But I definitely think it's going to be a high scoring game. Um, defense will be optional, even though both teams do have defenses. I think their offenses are obviously much better than their defensive sides of the ball on both sides. So um, my pick, though, because of the home field advantage, will have to go with Kansas City. But I would truly not be surprised if Buffalo actually ends up winning. But either way, it's going to be an entertaining game. 
Yeah, look, uh, I think this this is going to be just a sensational football game. I, I yeah, the one game that I, I mean, I, I really care to watch the games on Sunday, really, because uh, you know. You know, that, those two are going to be the two best games. So, Uncle Jamie, what, what do you got? And then I'll close it out, and then we'll do best bets, picks, and uh, get on to, to watch some football here. Uh, thanks. I, I think it's going to be an interesting game. I really think it's going to come down to whether or not the Bills, who can run the ball, basically. Can Devin Singletary repeat his great game against the Patriots last week? That's going to be the key factor, because that really set up everything else. Josh Allen cannot lead the, the the team in rushing. He led in six games, and really that's not it, the, especially in the playoffs, especially in the cold. You don't want Josh Allen taking the hits. He's, he slides once in a while. He runs out of bounds once in a while. But sometimes he takes a lot of hits too. Uh, it, it, they're pretty evenly matched up. It looks like what I'm looking at, you know, looking matching them for what they've done. But the one blaring one, everybody has a hiccup, right? But – the Bills lost to the Jaguars, nine to six. Like, what happened that game? <laughs> and I just can't understand that. The Jaguars turned out to be one of the worst teams. They got the number two draft pick, but that's the only one that stands out. Meanwhile, Kansas City, they've lost to who? Really tough teams, the Bengals, the Bills, and the Titans. And they beat the Raiders twice, the Cowboys, and the Chargers. And the Chargers were pretty good this year. Josh Allen has to do it. He has to do it on the speed. You got to look out for the role players, Gabriel Davis, and our cousin from afar, from another mother, uh, Isaiah McKenzie, who's really going to have to step up instead. Everything else is going to be locked down as far as defense-wise. Spagnuolo is going to come up with something to keep the pressure on Allen. And vice versa, they're going to put a lot of pressure on Patrick Mahomes. The key this year, everybody was doing it. Look, it's either Kelsey or Hill, take one of those two out of the game. And that's what they're going to try to do, at least initially. I like the Chiefs supporting cast, role players, then I like the Bills role players. And that's really what it's going to come down to. Sometimes Nicole Hardman steps up. Sometimes Pringle steps up. Sometimes um, Edward Taylor, well, he's not playing, right? So we got uh, the backups playing. And fortunately, Gore, for instance, is good as well. So Chiefs might, um, Chiefs defense is poor and stopping the run or the pass, but they have timely critical points for the game that they just stop the person down. It's no blowouts by the Chiefs at all, except for that Cincinnati game, perhaps you could say. So turnover is going to be key. But uh, Chiefs have stood up to the challenge, and uh, they'll have to uh, pull this out this time around. I got another Chiefs pulling this game out, flipping it over, and then the Bills going to have to go back and say, what are we doing wrong, and what, what can we do? We have to beat the Chiefs in Arrow, well, whatever they call it now, <laughs> uh, in uh, Kansas City for name. So I just think uh, Mahomes is on a mission, and I think Mahomes will pull this one out, and I'll play Allen. So I'll get the Chiefs 30, uh, 31, 27 or something like that. Okay. Uh, three people on Kansas City. Am I going to lone wolf with Buffalo? Or am I, am I going to lone wolf with Buffalo even though they thoroughly destroyed the Patriots and, you know, savored in – almost more than two decades 
of torture, courtesy of that franchise. Um, they savored every minute of it. They loved watching the Patriots suffer, and uh, that's what that's what it was. It was I, I suffered last week, so maybe I should root for Patrick to get to get get some get back against Patrick Mahomes. I guess Josh Allen. Josh Allen's like Joe Burrow to me, except he's six foot six and is even faster and has a better arm. Like I'm on NFL Network, I'm just watching some of the I'm just watching some of these highlights right here. They showed the first touchdown that Josh Allen threw to the Dawson Knox to tight end in the back of the end zone. The guy was throwing the ball out of bounds. He threw the ball out of bounds, and Dawson like like he just flicked it. Like it was like any other quarterback that that, that ball's thrown thrown in the first row, and Dawson Knox catches it. Like this is the type of these are the type of plays. And then like later in the game, like he was he was out here thinking like he was LT circa two thousand six out here juking people left and right. I mean, I mean, it's like the, the guy was in his bag last week. He really, really was. And when it, when it was week five, guess what? He was in his bag against Kansas City too. I'm a. I am going to push back on a couple of these things, saying Kansas City found a defense. Well, excuse me, the defense was so horrific. The only way to go was up. You can't go. You can't get worse than what the Tennessee defense was. They stink. They stunk. They were awful. They couldn't stop preschoolers back then. So at least they could kind of stop someone now, kind of. Maybe unless you're playing like Jamar Chase, because evident evidently that can't that can't stop Jamar T- Chase at all. So, you know, maybe, maybe they should root for the maybe Kansas City should root for the Titans. Maybe they don't have to. Maybe they'll have to see Jamar Chase any, anymore. Maybe he won't go for another three hundred yards, and he's still running for touchdowns. He probably he probably ran through the entire city limits of Cincinnati and back before Kansas a, a chief defender even was in the same area code. Okay, like well, you know, I, I I don't trust this defense. They and you talking about they they're gonna run the ball. Kids ain't gonna run the ball. Like, who, who, are they gonna, who are they gonna run the ball with? Who? Edwards Alaire's not there because he can't stay healthy. This Daryl Williams guy, he, he's all right. He's all right. He ain't nothing to write home about. If, if, if Kansas City gonna win this ball game, Patrick's gonna throw the ball for four hundred yards. That's what you're gonna do. He gonna say, Andy, you y'all y'all gave me a half million dollar contract. Unlike Dak Prescott, I'm gonna call it my own damn plays. I, I, I'm a I'm an audible dude. The hell, I want to do. See, see, because he's empowered to do that. Pat, Pat Patrick's empowered to do whatever the hell he want to do. Is he also got Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey? That helps a lot. Hey, hey, how 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 about if I'm Buffalo? You know how how I said for the 49ers with the Dallas Cowboys. They need to have three people on George Kittle and about two people on Debo. Well, they did a good job on the first part. Debo Debo was such such a phenomenal player that he was going to get his anyway. Period. If I'm Buffalo, you are, I think, Buffalo. Let me see right here. Is Buffalo the number number one defense against the pass? Let me see. Let me see. I think somebody's really stupid thing will load. Hold on. Hold on. While well, well, this thing loads, I think Buffalo's the number one defense against the pass. Let me see right here. Let me see these stats right here. Yep. De- so they are allowing 
163 yards a game passing, which is number one in the league. This is Buffalo, by the way. They're number one in points points allowed, 17 points a game. They're number one on third down. They're number one in total yards. Now they're 13th against the run. That might matter if Kansas City actually had a, had a half-decent running back, but they don't. Kansas City's defense ranked 27th against the pass, 27th in yards, 21st against the run, 18th on third down, but luckily they were only 8th in points allowed. So Buffalo's got a better defense. Now the offense is a push because, sorry, Josh Allen, while he's a great player and he got a he got he got a quarter of a billion dollars and all that good stuff. He's not Patrick Mahomes. That's that 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 dude right there. Nah, nah, bro, you're not him. Nope, 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 nope. You 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 number two. And, and I and honestly, I don't know the way, if the way Joe Burrow keep playing, he he you might be three actually. Um. Pat Patrick, just that dude, man. When it comes when it come right down to it, the two baddest dudes out here in the playoffs are Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Let's just call it what it is. The two baddest QBs, anyway. Like, like the the baddest players. We can get that. We give that debate another date and time when we got a little more time. We're not, you know, on, on a live show trying to get it out for before the game. Um, but yeah, Tom and Patrick, two baddest QBs out here, bro. And and Aaron Aaron got to be number three. Josh Allen not there yet. Now, I'll tell you what, if Josh Allen keep playing the Patriots, he's he, he going to be the baddest dude in the history of football. This dude right here had just, just owns the Patriots. I, I don't, am I, am I going to get that? Am I, am I, am I going to get Josh Allen throwing for 400, 307 and five touchdowns? Am I going to do that? I mean, if, if, if that's what you're telling me, well, Buffalo's going to win 45 to 27. They're going to beat, they're going to beat the brakes off them. It's not going to be close. They're going to score another. They're going to score another fifty points. Yeah, so you can't stop anybody. But if you're telling me I get the Josh Allen that was playing against Zach Wilson in the, in the Jets in Buffalo, and I'm sitting at the bar like, wait, so the Jets actually have a chance to win? Wait, wait, the Patriots could win the AFC East because Josh Allen was awful for three quarters. It was terrible against the Jets. Do we not remember against Atlanta where he threw he threw it for 120 yards and three picks against the Atlanta Falcons, who we know damn well ain't got a defense. We know they stink. Three picks. That, that I mean, that's the difference. Like with Pat, even Patrick, it's like, dude, like what 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 were you doing for the first quarter and a half? Like, like what 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 were you doing, Kansas City? You like, what was that? Last week, I, I look. I, I I don't even want to bet a side. I really don't. I, I I really don't want to bet a side. If I if you're obligating me, you're contractually obligating me to make a pick. Look, I I I like to go with the tried and true. But Buffalo, I know Buffalo did it last year, but it just comes down to do I like Josh Allen or Patrick more. And by a slight edge, I'm gonna take Patrick in this one, uh, and it looks like we're gonna be set up for uh, running it back. Titans, Chiefs for the title down in Nashville next Sunday. Next Sunday, uh, I think CBS has got the early game this year, so so uh, we'll see what we'll see where that goes. I think uh, it's gonna be a great game, though. Uh, bet the over. If, if anything, if anything, if you're gonna do anything, maybe bet the total down and go over. That's what I would do. Like, 
if you do it like 50, like 50, 51, if you can get that at your local sports book and bet it over, um, that's what I would do. Um, so yeah, that's what I got. I got the Chiefs winning. Okay. Last thing before we do some picks, best bets. Uh, look, I, I, I think what I'll do is just, mm, let me see. Like, yeah, I can even bet it is. Yeah. I could bet it is, uh, I could bet the total as low as 45. I should go like, Maybe like if I if I go go like Kansas City Buffalo like bet it down like to forty eight and then go over you know because thirty eight thirty eight twenty thirty eight you know thirty eight twenty four the last two matchups I think it'll go over uh, so maybe let me do that for that one um, maybe not so maybe not. Not so confident in this one. I, I'm gonna take the Packers minus. I'm gonna take the Packers minus five. Uh, also, or, or you know what? Heck with that. Packers money line against San Fran. That's what I'd probably do with that one. Uh, Rams Bucks. Look, that mm, I, I don't know. That that one might be a stay away. If if anything, I might take the Rams plus three and the over in the over 48 but again maybe bet that down if you can and go over um yeah and uh Tennessee Tennessee uh Cincinnati I'm probably just gonna go as uh watch as a fan there probably not gonna touch that game um I might not touch any one of these games I I kind of just want to watch it as a fan this week and maybe come back next week for championship Sunday and uh see what i can do as far as betting but those are some of my best bets all right rob uh you who uh there were there was no winners for the picks last week but you got you got five right right you said you got five out of the six right except dallas right yep the I one got, that meant the most i lost yeah the one the one you wanted the most to win yeah you, you lost that one i lost the Patriots and I picked Dallas, so I was four and two. Yeah, I, oh, actually, did I picked the Cardinals. Yeah, I was no, actually, I was the worst one. I was three and three. Uncle Jamie, I, how'd you do last week for picks? We'll see. Sorry about that. Yeah. I thought I got five out of the six. Uh, I went with Dallas too. So you went with Dallas, okay? And Uncle Trevor, how, how'd you do on the picks last week? Ah, I didn't pick Pittsburgh. That was a good, that was a good pick. <laughs> well, no, I picked Dallas. Yeah, I picked Dallas. I picked New England. Yeah, those are my two losses. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was, I was last. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. All we could all have a winning week. I was five hundred. The rest of the rest of the panel was over the five hundred mark. Let's make some real picks. Let's make some picks right here and get on out of here and watch some football. Here we go. We're starting in Nashville. T-minus three and a half hours away from kickoff on CBS. Titans. Bengals. Titans by four is the spread. Mom, who do you have? Cincinnati. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Um, Tennessee. Uncle Jamie? 
I'll go with the Titans. And the Titans for me. Saturday night. Eight, yep. Eight, yes, you are. <laughs> Lone Wolf and Bobby. Yes, you are. 8 o'clock, 8.15 on Fox. You have the 49ers in Lambeau. And I mean frigid, frigid Lambeau, I might add, against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Mom, who do you have officially? Wisconsin. Okay, that team in Wisconsin, <laughs> that shall remain nameless with that quarterback that shall remain nameless, apparently. Okay. Correct. All right, Uncle uh, Jerry. Look, if they lost, I'd be very happy. Let's just be clear about that. Yeah, so. yeah yes, me... well, I, I think that goes without saying. Let's be honest about this. <laughs> uh, Let me go Jerry. with uh, the, the Green Bay Packers one more time. All right, Uncle, Uncle Trevor. A uh, quarterback just came out at the U.S. president this week. He questioned how he could get any votes, how he got any votes. <laughs> that was his response. That was his response to Biden telling him to get vaccinated. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers said he can't imagine how he got any votes. Uh oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Just saying that. I got wow. Oh, that's phenomenal. That's great. <laughs> Man, that's really funny. <laughs> Huh. Who you got? Okay. Yeah, make it make it a clean sweep. I don't I don't trust Jimmy. I, I mean again, I, I like Jimmy. He's a former Pat, but you know. Yeah, I I don't I don't see it tonight. I got I could be wrong. And, and by the way, if I if we all, all are wrong about this game, you can only imagine what first take will be like Monday morning with Stephen A and Michael Irvin killing Aaron Rodgers for uh, not even winning a playoff game. You could only imagine what might happen if the Packers lose to Jimmy Garoppolo at home. I'm just saying. All right, here we go. Bucks, Rams. Mom, who do you got? Bucks by three is the, is the line. Rams. Uncle Trevor. Um, I, guess the, I guess the Rams. I know. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Jamie. I go the Temple Bay Buccaneers. Oh, oh gosh. The, te- the Temple <laughs> York Buccaneers. I like that. I think <laughs> he's more known for Temple than York High. But anyway. Um, <laughs> he had to start in York. <laughs> I. Way. Yeah. Hey, say York who? I never heard of York. Right. Right. Uh, okay. Oh, oh my goodness. Goodness. That's what he thinks. He's a shame of your time. It's not called your say that. Huh? When he did his, That's when Bruce Aarons had his, his football life, he talked all about York. So, anyway. <laughs> okay. I got to rewrite, rewatch that one. Uh, that's <laughs> pretty good. Anyway, I am also going to go with the Rams. I am officially going. I, 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 I literally hate it, but like, yeah, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the Rams. I, I just, I just can't. I don't like. I don't. I don't like anything that I feel. I don't hey, like, hey, Quinn. Yeah. The cliff is real. No, it's not. No, it's not, Mo. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not real. It's not real at all. It's, it's not. Look, Bob. You do. Can we just talk about that for two seconds? You nope. Know, 
nope, you do, nope. Bob, you do understand that when Max Kellerman said that, that was five years ago. Do you understand the five in the six years since Kellerman said that Tom Brady has been the four Super Bowls? I just said that to get a rise out of you. Wait, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I, 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 I understand that. But like, I would love to have a cliff where I go to four Super Bowls in six years and win three of them. <laughs> I mean, that's a cliff. I mean, and by look, the way, look at, and by look the way, that's bad. including winning two Super Bowl big... MVPs and a league MVP, and and maybe a second one. I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, Big Ben felt the cliff. Yeah, yeah, ben, well, oh, yeah. well, yeah, but ben, yeah, Ben just, yeah, yeah ben, Ben's taking a beating. So yeah. yeah, you could, you could, you could see that coming. Yeah. I mean, Ben didn't doesn't take care of himself as much as Tom does, you know. And he's got like you know the elbow injury. He's got, he, you know, he's, you know what I mean. Like Ben, like Ben, yeah. you could kind of see that coming with, with Ben, honestly. But last game, Kansas City and the Buffalo Bills. I my heart wants Buffalo. My head says Patrick's just a smidge better. Give me the Chiefs, please. Mom. The City. Uncle Trevor. Um, yeah, Kansas City. And round us out for divisional playoff weekend. Uncle Jamie. Yeah, it's clean sweep. I'll go with the Chiefs. All right. We did it, guys. All right. Next week. Uh Championship Sunday. Next week. Episode 98. Uh, I think, well, no, gee, that's, that's good. That's, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. I actually want to do it on Sunday, but I think I got to work on Sunday. Yeah. Hmm. Yikes. That's not great either. Huh? Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, that sucks. Cause I, I kind of want to do, do the game on chance. I'll do it on championship Sunday. Okay. Um, Maybe you, maybe the four of us should have, maybe have a reaction show if it's if the game's not too too late, um, because yeah, I, I you know I, I don't. Well, let's let's chat offline. Yeah, right? yeah, because I, I I don't, I don't want to do, like I don't want to do it the day before. That, that doesn't give me the no, it doesn't give me the juice that I need. Okay, well <laughs> we'll talk off air, folks. Uh, episode ninety eight is coming, whether it's a reaction show or a pre show for Championship Sunday. And, uh, yeah, we'll see who's going to su- – we're going to talk about who's going to punch their ticket to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles against uh, in L.A. for at, for SoFi Stadium. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about in uh, on, on next week's show. Let's enjoy some football, folks. I'd like to thank all my panelists for coming on. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you every single week for taking time out of your lives to make mine a little bit better and talk about sports. So I appreciate that. And uh, thank thank you to all you guys for listening. Episode 96 will be posted um, as well. It's been a long week. I have to edit the show, whole nine yards. Most of these shows will be up, uploaded very shortly so you guys can have these to look back on. And, yes, we are steamrolling to episode 100 of the Always 100 podcast. Yay us. But until then, it is time to go. Watch some football here for Quinn, Uncle Jamie, I'm on Mona, and Uncle Trevor. This has been the Always 100 Podcast. Like, subscribe, rate the show, share with your friends, get the word out. And if you want to see some of my car content, follow 
QMAC on wheels on Instagram. Got all that? Cool. Enjoy some football and see you next week, folks. Peace.